morning to all the families tuned in, all the family heads tuned in, the certain heads tuned in to this leadership class installment just before we get to Abib Day. I think it's very important for us to come and share the word. Good morning, Uyi. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. Good morning, Dorcas. I think, I think that we are really in this time of the Abib time and I just wanted to make sure that we're speaking to one another. I think Pastor Ndidi kicked us off on the nationalism. We've had an awesome past two days of the word. Thursday and Sunday. Awesome installments of the word from all the family heads, from the senior pastor, Pastor Sam on Monday and Tuesday. And I'm joined here this morning by the family heads also, being Pastor Alex of the Hope Dealers family. Pastor Dr. M of the House of Medics family. Pastor Kevin of the Inspire family. So all the families are tuned in this morning. This nation has been recognized over the last few days. The intensity in the nation starts to increase because of what we're about to do. What we're about to do is our thing. That's our thing. So... If you've not been in the nation before, you don't really understand their beat, but it would then be the job of your leaders to tell you the stories of Abi and what it is to us. It's the opening of a year. You can leave it on the comments for me till I, till I tell you. It's the opening of a year. And, and the rush of the importance of this season is what makes a national. I'm sure you all have your stories of your Abib. I think Abib is filled with stories. It's filled with um, what people did for seed. So it's, it's the same time again. Can't, can't come with some um, boring story about your seed. But what are you what are you doing to make this season memorable? Is one of the questions you start to ask yourself. The, the kind of risk taking that one took because of what you believed in. We have a big stories and I, I don't need to really tell you too much of the stories. But I can remind you. And remind you that it's from a big that certain people said, you know what, I'm just going to go give blood, I think. I, there's no other way for me to make money right now. I'm just going to share some of my blood with the world. <laughs> it was not a declaration for my PT. It's just someone believes so much in their nation. And that's the reason why this is not church. This is nation. So as a nation, there's patriotism and people do what they have to do for what they believe in. They do what they have to do. It's, it's like the rush of passion for your country will bring you to sign up for war. You know, at a stage when countries go to war, you have men signing up for war because they believe in whatever the nation has preached to them. So they feel like they have to stand for their nation. 
So you don't need to be, you don't need to be mobilized in a season like this. Seasons like this are times for you to decide for yourself what you want to be remembered as, as the year goes on. Because we are only going to be remembered for the stories that were told about us. It's your stories of you that live on. So you're, you're sitting down with your leaders and you're, you're discussing and you're, you're planning and mobilizing because of the season. And we have a target to reach and that's the target we're going to reach. Everybody getting their hands stuck in because of nation building. You know, Pastor Toby said something. He said, last week he said, only you have the key to set a generation free. And I've considered this um, a few times this week, asking myself, what is that what is that responsibility only you have the key to set a generation free there's wealth family here by the way i i thought should i say this or should i not say i'm sure there's no tribalism in your family so they they're not thinking hmm i won't say your name don't worry just in case you're not meant to be here so Basanyeka, one of your top soldiers snuck into leadership class this morning i i'm I'm not going to give out the name so that. You know, you hear stories of families and I, I think that the passion in wealth family is different. It's like, you can't do nothing unless P.O. P.O.B. knows what's going on. It's good though. It's fine. It's, so I'm just saying, one of your top rank, let me tease you guys. One of your top ranking officials is here on, at the front row. And I, I was looking at her face thinking, are you in a dream on you? Are you? Have you started preaching or is this a dream? I said, no, it's definitely real. I can see PK shaking his leg. It's real. This is reality. This is not a dream. Do you know what it means to have wealth family in your leadership class? Not Elohim. Elohim is not wealth family anymore. He's, he's global. He's nation family. He's, Elohim is a global pastor. In fact, if, you're, if you don't have Elohim in your broadcast, then... Maybe you're in, I'm not saying you have a church. <laughs> it's, but yeah, I brag a bit. It, connect don't count. If you have a connect in a Paul's program, it doesn't really count. It's like cousins in the same house. So it's always been like that. You remember Mondays and Tuesday fights? Monday in connect, be some preacher madness. Then I think we've always been junkies for the word. Straight after the madness on Monday, then you're coming to Tuesday, Tulls Hill. And it's like it just doesn't stop. And then after Tuesday, Thursday service, and some way, somehow, I swear there must have been a Friday something. I just think that we just, the whole week, <laughs> we're just under the word for the whole week. And that's what formed leaders, right? That's what forged the powerful leaders we have today in the nation. You have the elite family. Elite was Mondays, I believe. And then power-based Tuesdays. We can't discount our stories. So I, I, I'm thinking back, how did APO come about? Um, protocol in Pastor Toby from 24. I'm 
33 now. Protocol pastor be from 24 for five, six years protocoling. I'm still doing fellowship. Aha, Pastor Kwame has told me, Wisdom Wednesday, how can we forget? I knew that there's another extra day there. Then there's Wisdom Wednesday. I was listening to Raising a Nation and I clocked that actually Raising a Nation was a minister's class, I think. If I'm correct, I'm not too sure. But I remember PT will preach in the morning and then preach again in the afternoon. And then after that, come on Periscope in the night and everybody's still on. You're waiting for the... You know, you know the sound once you hear that, then you're like, oh, PT's on and you're rushing for your phone. I don't understand how we were so... And we are, we are still so passionate about the word. So it's a unique set of people we have to be. That straight after a morning, minister's class in the morning, I was re-watching one of those services. And I said, where did we have this energy? I promise you after Hope 22 service, I slept for a couple of days. But then I remembering that we used to do... Um, we go there, hail you. You'll be hailing and carrying people all service. So the day they tried to um, hail and carry Pastor KB, and then they realized, no, this one is not hailing. This, this is a job. Do you, do you remember that when you know, oh, the dancing in the middle is happening, and you know it's someone's birthday, but it's a big guy, and and then Pastor Sam looks at you and goes. Go and pick him up, this tradition. And then you're looking at person like, sir, my shoulders. I, I'm not sure about this person. My shoulders. <laughs> but we have the, these are cultures. Um, these are the staples. Good morning, Pastor Onyeka. Good morning, sir. These are the staples of, of nation family. You, you can't, you don't find that anywhere else. So there are things that make us who we are and, 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 and certify where you are. So if you've never been lifted up in a service, you've not been to SPAC Nation. That's SPAC Nation. Now we're, we're now nation. We're now setting a whole new code for now nation. So when it comes to now nation, you have to understand the coming on of the pastors from Monday to Saturday online, giving the word. And you're tuned in, listening, taking your notes. Every season of the nation has its own staple. We can't discount those things. We can't discount the, the pouring out of the Holy Spirit on a Monday and Tuesday night. And I tell the story all the time when you have young men laying hands and the people scattering all over the place because of the power of the Holy Ghost. It's not, it was not fake. If it was fake, it should not be us. How can you, what example can you give for a pastor? Alex then, 21 years old, laying hands and prophesying and seeing, giving the word of knowledge and the word of wisdom to someone at the front. What explanation would you have for that? But these are, these are times that 
get logged into our story as nation family. To be a national, you have to know these stories. You know the journey of the family and how it came. I think for me, I've, I've, I didn't know church like that, but I know church. So I'm watching Pastor Sam carefully. He's preaching and he's, he's carrying up protocol. At the time, if you were if you're a nation person, you know that Pastor Sam's protocol was who? You don't know. You can't remember. Wow. Pastor Michael. You can't remember. Yeah, now they're like, oh, that's true. Oh. <laughs> it was Pastor Michael. He, at that time, he wasn't wise enough to do ME. He was just to carry the Bible and stuff like that. Pastor Michael is an excellent protocol. And, and I remember in Tulsa Day, and I told this story before, when the Holy Spirit has broken out and everyone is on the floor and Pastor Sam is preaching and laying hands. And I'm also laying hands. And Michael is wiping the sweat off Pastor Michael's face. And the sweat was going in my own eye. I said, ah, ah. And I, I looked with one eye and I could see Michael just dab him Pastor Sam's head and I was like this and I looked at Alex like why <laughs> young man please help me now what what have I done to you I know my own people that are meant to be my protocol they're there laying hands as well Alex is laying hand. I said can't you see Pastor Sam how they're treating him so I was you know I mean oh I'm angry inside while I'm laying the hands and I wait till we're in the car to say, so you guys are just like idiots, right? So you saw the sweat in my eyes. You saw me blinding my eyes. You didn't clean my face. Oh, so, sorry, sir. Sorry, sir. <laughs> so it, I, I remind you of these things because we came from somewhere. Do you get what I'm saying? We came from somewhere. Before then, I've not laid hand on no one. What am I going to be doing laying hand on someone in my mom's church? I don't want to catch their poverty or whatever. I've, I felt like poverty is contagious. If you lay a hand on the wrong person, it just you take on their destiny or something. So it's my first time laying hand. This, that's nation family. You know, with nation, I feel like we train the best leaders. We get people to do things that otherwise would not have done until certain age. You have those who are before we had word charges you have our testimonies remember when people come up in fellowship and give testimony and exhortation that's it it was exhortation time so most of us held the mic before we went to work the next day how how would you find a young 19 20 year old holding a mic and addressing people in any other environment these things trained leadership mobilizing raising seed mobilization is what politicians do they mobilize to raise funds for their campaigns we we've been mobilizing for years we understand how to raise funds we understand how to hold a campaign i need you to know these are not normal skills these are skills of a leader these are skills that allow you to raise a nation and it could only have been that you pick up such skills in a nation family for a certain reason why this is a nation 
God training each and every one of us in the skill set of nation, which is people and money. If you don't know people and you don't know money, then what are you living for? So there's the lie of the world will be to tell you to be ambitious and look after your life, but actually that is you journeying into poverty if, you, if you're not conscious of people. The budget of a nation is set by the amount of people in the nation. That's, that's the agenda of a nation from unemployment to industries. A nation's agenda always reliant on its people and its people's skills. America is powerful. Why? It has the most amount of creatives. Among those creatives will rise as Steve Jobs at some time. So when you have your creatives in your nation, the creatives have to know that you're more than just flyer makers. You're more than just editors of video. Among you has to rise directors of movies. Among you has to rise director of music videos and, and creating industry. Because you're in the environment of nation, not in the environment of church. Environment of church needs a creative to make a flyer for Sunday. The environment of nation requires your gift to create economic solution. Economic solution is what have you created beyond the flyer? Do you have a community of you where you, you share your ideas and something from an idea becomes something tangible? You can only brag about your faith if it's visible, physical and visible. So actually, to establish a nation, every nation then made their own faith. Democracy is a faith. Communism is a faith. Nationalism with an A is a faith. Nationalism with an X is a faith. So you don't, you don't have to take a nation by throwing bombs and sending soldiers. Some nations were taken just by preaching the gospel. The preaching of the gospel of democracy. You, you have to understand that the most powerful thing you can have as a nation is your faith, what you stand for. And over the last few days, when we establish the faith of nationalism, I believe what God's doing is bringing us into a new plane of warfare. A new plane, a new space of fighting. We're not fighting a church matter anymore. Ignore the church matters now. What we're fighting now is a national agenda. It's national. We're not in the space of church. It's, it's nation time. So at a space and time when the UK or the US want to take Africa, it looks unethical to send soldiers. But what do they do? They, they send emissary. Men who speak about democracy like it's a good thing. We had monarchs in, in Africa, but at a stage in time, emissaries are sent to, to preach the good news of democracy. Democracy is what had Africans wearing suit and tie. We don't, we don't wear suit and tie. It's not our thing. 
that you can you can change people by winning their hearts so i understand most scriptures like he who wins his soul is wise you you have the greatest weapon as nation family you have the word the word of nationalism with an x so if i'm a creative if i'm a, a medical person in the house of medics what I'm sharpening is my ability to speak the word, the truth according to what I'm called to do. That's, that's what I'm sharpening. So that anybody I meet, the, whoever I need, I don't employ them, I speak to them first. Are you with me? When you meet someone, the first thing on your mind is recruitment. Simple. That's how a leader should behave. That is the first skill of a leader and you, you ought to take that down that's this leadership class first skill once, once you're meeting a person that you know this, this person is better off with me than against me then you start the long journey of speaking don't stop speaking the Lord said don't stop speaking don't stop doing favors they ask you to journey one mile you journey two They ask you for a favor, you give them all, you give them a gift. Because your intention is not that they become born again. Because born again is a process that's down to down to spiritual whatever. We're, we're talking nation and warfare here. Your intention is to add to your number. That's nation building. Nation building is all about population. How do you tilt the tide of poverty in your nation? Have some people first. If you think I'm joking, you can, you can exist as one man in a nation. Even if there is gold in that nation, will you be able to mine it? No. Because you need the equipments of gold. You need the truck, you need the trailer. So if you're one person, do you drive the trailer? Do you, do you dig at the same time? You need hands. You need people. So if there is a harvest that awaits a nation, people have to be there. Soul winning is number one for every family head and every certain head. A Pastor Dorothy is a certain head. You're head in the space of law. Your main thing is not to go there saying, do you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ? Your main thing is to go there with your agenda. What has God put in your heart according to nation for law? That's how you listen to the word. You don't listen to the word because you want to become born again. That's not how you listen to the word. You listen to the word looking for the instruction and the truth for you. What you're supposed to do beyond popular opinion God is not actually trying to make good boys and good girls he's just trying to get people to get his work done if you doubt me why was a murderer asked to lead three million people into the desert Moses is a murderer we're, we're, there's no other way for us to place him but a murderer he's taking someone's life out of passion of getting something done but you still took someone's life so this is not a question of do I smoke or do I do this? This is a question of 
Are you hearing God's agenda for a nation? Last I checked, God has never spoken about church. He's always spoken about nation. It's the reason why when Jesus came about, they actually thought he's coming to start a whole a, a war. They thought he's coming to start war. Because they thought this is a nation thing. Now we're going to fight the Romans and we're going to win. But that's not the nation God was speaking about. What about someone like David? You look at a David and you, you can't see a perfect man in David. I don't see a perfect man. I see someone who is obsessed with God's will. So when we were doing our thing in Tall's Hill, it's just obsessed people doing God's will. We're not perfect. Rightly so. I think the world tried, really did its best to let us know that we're not perfect. We're not perfect. And we accept your judgment of imperfection because you to yourself, you're worse. But are we after God's will? Are we after his heart? Do we want to do what he wants to get done in this world? Yes, we do. Are we the people that God is speaking about? Yes, we are. 100%. I said it in the leadership class and PT said it again. You cannot compare Moses to Pisa. Cannot compare Elijah to Pastor Onyeka. You cannot compare John to P.O. It's impossible. How? How can I say this boldly and bravely? Did you see John in his Ferrari? Never. He didn't, he didn't have no Ferrari. Did you see his gold house? Did he have a gold house? Did, you, I, did that guy even for one minute at least say, Mary, you know what? Times are hard. I know you lost your son. Just come into my mansion and, and chill. I got a room for you. No. So at a stage in time, you, you have to look at things critically. Things are more important now than they were then. That's just how life is. I guarantee you, John, that if you come now in this space now, you're going to be my protocol. Then I'll accept protocol. Yeah, John, just roll with me. Don't worry, you're fine. <laughs> but the truth of the matter is we, we have to understand that we're, we're actually a peculiar people, a nation family. We're peculiar and that God is doing his work in raising a nation. You have your flag, you have your anthem. When we were singing, this is the new church order, I thought we, many people may have thought, oh, is this just like um, choir stuff? Oh, this is happy, happy, this is nice. It's like, it's an anthem. You have your flag. I remember when Pastor Daniel designed the flag. Pastor Daniel is so meticulous with his design. Everything means something. If you've forgotten what the flag means, you can message him and say, what does the flag mean again? The flag actually has meaning, like every other nation's flag does. So tell me, guys, when you had a flag and you had an anthem, at what point did you not start really clocking? What's going on here, though? I don't know about you. Have you ever sat down to think, okay, I don't think this is what I signed up for. I don't think this is just coming to the church. Something's going on here. Have you not deeped it yet? 
Or is it just me saying it now? Now you're actually realizing, oh my God. Hey, my mom warned me about these people. <laughs> it's the forming of a nation. So what would it look like if a nation was to form now today in the 21st century? I want you to think about the mighty America and the mighty Russia. If they were to start all over again now, what would it look like? Don't you think it will be very uncomfortable? Don't you think that it will be very like, what are these guys doing though? We have to grow in the public eye of awareness. We can't, we can't grow at the backside of the desert. God is doing something on Mount Zion in the presence of the world. So there's going to be backlash, guys. You're blatantly in the face of nations forming a nation. I don't think you get what I'm saying. In the face of all nations, you're actually making your own nation. Like, what, what kind of effrontery? That's what they're thinking. Like, how, how did you manage to gather such boldness? You're forming a nation within a nation in the, in the face of all nations. Now you have nationalism. And if, if, if it's not been clear to you, I think by now, when you heard, now we declare nationalism, shouting, Amen. Wow. In my head, I'm thinking, oh, more. this thing is so real. So, like, for real, this is not, like, for real, we're starting our own country. Like, for real. <laughs> Have you ever thought of it, though? I, maybe, maybe is it just me? Like, for real, like, we're actually doing this. Tomorrow, there's going to be passports. I don't know what's going to happen. Who knows in this nation, how, how things work out? But I'm telling, telling you that the struggle that we're in now is the struggle to establish a, a country, a nation. That's, this is what God has just always wanted to do. So he had the intention of setting out and picking certain people, picking out a people, freeing them from slavery, bringing them into his own world to start his own nation. Why would God want to start his own nations? Psalm number 2, Psalm chapter 2, it speaks about how the nations turn against the anointed one of God. If the nations form against the Lord, it must mean that he has his own nation. The nations battle nations. It cannot be that the nations turn against one man. Let's not read the scriptures like a child. Let's read the scriptures as mature minds. The anointed of God is, 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 is a nation. And what God is doing right now is He's selecting people into the nation. That's what you call chosen ones. Elect people. The elect people were, were picked out from slavery. Slavery where? Slavery amongst other nations. Among other people, God starts to select a Pastor Alex and say, you're not from here, you're from here. You're a national. A Pastor Eben, you're a national. 
what God is just doing in this time is just selecting people. Understand that nation building, there's no nation unless there's people. And then after people will come extreme finances. Extreme. I've said it to you before that nations need to have their own heroes. I think we're in that time now. Once you establish your nation, it's only a matter of time for your own nation now to have its select people. At the stage when America was growing, they select an Andrew Carnegie as um, billionaire of steel, a Rockefeller as a, a titan of oil and gas. They're picking your you're selecting men and putting them at the front of the world because actually nations can only brag about their people what we've signed up for guys is immensely immensely huge we we can't see the end of this thing every abib presents an opportunity for all of us to come together and put into what we believe in you, you put into your nation because after building your nation, your nation will raise you. That's what your nation ought to do. You cannot raise a nation yourself. Only God raised nations. But a nation can raise you. A nation can pick you. A nation can decide for you to represent the nation as the minister of health. If you're prepared for such responsibility but you have to be free you have to belong to that nation you can't have dual citizenship dual citizenship is not is not we can't use it when we're building we can use it later on when we're just trying to fill when you're just trying to pack and, and have crowd but when you're trying to build you really need to have people that stick up for what you believe in Another thing I was thinking on, I looked at Egypt and Egypt was a mighty nation. But Egypt was built by slaves. There can only be an extent of power when you build with slaves. I've seen power from nations that built with slaves and I've seen power from nations that built with free men. I've seen Egypt and I've seen America. America built with free men. Call it land of the free, but I'll present to you free people. These are British guys that left Britain to find freedom. You know what? The the climate of Britain, meaning the Queen and her subjects, the, the, the ideology of the UK, they did not fit into it. The same way we don't really fit into where we are right now. We are opposed because we're a nation within a nation. That's why we're opposed. But it's not new, it's happened before. At a stage in time, there are some guys within the UK who don't believe, they're not British, but they, they want to express themselves. They're not down with this queen is our master and we are her subjects. They want to express themselves. 
and slowly they identify that there are more of them than they thought they were so they journey out into another land they think they call it a free land they discover america and they just decide in this space we can be who we want to be we don't need no queen ruling over us in this space we can be important and powerful because in the queen's space you dare not be important and powerful beyond her if you do it's treason if you do it's locked account <laughs> If you do, you're a criminal. You're a drug dealer. In this country, if you have money, you're a drug dealer. I don't, I don't understand how drug dealers are so powerful. The only powerful drug dealer I know is Al Pacino Scarface. And that's in a film. I've never met no drug dealer with 300 million and stuff like that. It's fake news. I've pastored in Tulsa. I've pastored in Eastside. I've met drug dealers. 5K is a big deal. The one that lost his life, I told him, leave the streets. He said, yo, man, I can't leave the streets, man. I still got one box to, to sell. I said, box? What is box? I looked at Piggy, I said, come, translate this foreign language to me. He said, yeah, sir, box is a um, box of weed. I said, oh, how much is that worth? One box. I'm waiting to hear one mad number. PK said, oh, 5K. I said, ah, ah. Guy, you can't, you can't leave the streets for 5K. There is no wealth in this nation. The only wealthy people in this nation is nation family. Is now nation. I'm telling you. They see you spray 20 pounds. 20 pounds? When people want to spray hair, they go and change their money to dollars so that you can get one, 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 one dollar. You're making it rain. You're not making nothing rain. It's one. If we start dashing one pound coin at you, how will you like it? So how are you making nothing? You're not making nothing rain, sir. You're just upset that there's no paper note for pound. That is coin. We should we should do competition and say, okay, now you guys want to display your power and your wealth. Come, let's pray in once then. Bring your one pound coin. Let's sh we'll shower one pound coin on you. See if your favorite rapper don't scar his face. You will enjoy your face with money if you're not careful. There's no rich person in this country. Zero. They pull down their own billionaires. They pull them down. From the ones that own... Um, what's this shop again? Top shop billionaire British guy you, you guys you pulled him down something about this space and realm they don't want success at all so be careful don't let this the atmosphere and spirit of this the, of this realm um, infect you the moment you start feeling like you you shouldn't be doing something go and do it that's that's how I treat myself the, the moment you even feel Oh, this is a bit dangerous, you know. You shouldn't do that. just that's when you say, uh-huh, I've caught you. That's the spirit of this space. Now I'm going to go and do it and do it times 10. Understand that this space really, really, it's it's a tough, it's a tough demon, man. You're fighting something that has been beheading people from ancient time because of success. 
you're not the first successful person or people. The rest of them met the guillotine. That's how they dealt with them. It said that they, were, they committed treason against the states because they have money and they had success and they had influence. The system was threatened by them. From then, they've been killing them, you know. So don't be, don't be, don't be surprised if you owning a, a, a mansion or driving a, a good car or pushing yourself in your education. I've been in career days. Um, what do they call that thing? Career day? Career school? Whatever that thing they do in school. Career fair. I've been in career fair. And the girl is telling, the, the young black lady is saying she wants to study uh, medicine and do something. And the teacher is telling her, listen, hairdressing is a mad, mad course, you know. I've seen that. And I've just kept quiet in that space. I just, I'm not getting involved in this. But how did you, how's a girl telling you she wants to be a medical professional? And you're now here to convince her that hairdressing is a mad business. Now, I'm not belittling hairdressers, but I'm just saying, she already told you what she wants to do. Why are you now swaying her own determination to be someone in something? I know what this space is like. I've seen this space. I've seen how we run around in Tulsa days looking for trying to be great. We raise money from investors and got an office in Mayfair. I was 26, 27 years old. Got an office in Mayfair, £7,142 a month. I still remember the bill because it put me in trouble sometime. My parents have never paid such money for their own house even. Forget office. <laughs> Seven grand every month. We were there for like a year, I think. To do what? Alex's leg is on the table, not doing nothing. I'm telling you, we said well, we're big boy traders and we bought Apple Max and put everywhere. If you enter, <laughs> if you entered the office, Alex's leg was on the table. That's the office where Pastor Nyeka came to be playing Hillsong. I had to tell him, guy, see, Sunday is over. Monday morning. Uh, Monday morning, I walk into the office. All I'm here is, all I need is you. I said, have we not finished... <laughs> Have we not finished praying yesterday? <laughs> I love you, bro. It's fine. That's where the rumor of P.O. sacked Pastor I never... How can I sack a family head? Come on. Why are you all quiet? Like, oh, it's possible. How can I sack family head? No, I simply said, bro, Pastor Sam is doing something powerful in his side. Um, I think you need to have a meeting with him. I said, wow, bro, what, what makes you think that? I said, something my spirits. <laughs> so, something my spirit just tells me. <laughs> That's your calling. <laughs> I said, there's certain words that once you use it, it's open sesame for, for spiritual. Anyway. He said, yes. So I'll be there. So in my normal 
Minho's side. I just called Pisa and said, I've sent someone to you. He's, he's ready to go. He said, oh, Pastor Onyeka. He said, oh, wow. Okay, cool. P.P. Sam is such a nice person. He's a very nice guy. He's not like me. <laughs> no, I did not suck for me. <laughs> but we, we, we put ourselves in that location taking risk. Nothing to do. The guys in the opposing office, one was an asset management company, three billion pounds worth of aeroplanes right next door to us. The moment Pastor Onyeka had left, I started playing my Felakuti on loud. Blast. Playing it on blast. So at lunchtime, they walk in and they peep in and they go, oh, you guys all right? Their main, their main confusion is three black boys in the office in Mayfair just playing music. They're wondering. They had to ask us, what do you guys do? We, of course, we said some things. Uh, yeah, we do finance and da, da, da. <laughs> financiers but I'm looking at this and I'm saying we've been daring this this space for time we've been daring this space for time there's no one in the nation family that has not dared this space and we will continue to dare this space don't stop daring this space don't ever become comfortable don't regulate your seed. Don't bring it down to something that you can understand. If you, if you did your first 1K in, in 2020 or 2019, then by now, you should have times 10. And you should ask yourself sincerely, why have I not times 10 by now? What, what did I allow to sink into me as fear? Where did I allow fear to, to come into me that some way, somehow, I actually need this thing. I'm telling you something, guys. We would, we, we give all, whatever all is per time. And we're still here. And we live well. And we live good. And we live better. Like PT will say, we never had a better yesterday. We have never given such a testimony like, I had a better yesterday. I told you guys I came in with one rackety Peugeot. Threw that thing in the bin. So I've never had a time where I'm going backwards. Neither have any of you. So at what point do you now really start to say to yourself, I believe in nationalism. That it doesn't fail me. Year by year, it doesn't fail me. Every year, I'm a better version of myself. Every year, I produce a better version of me. The word is always able to take me to a new space every time. Those of you who came in, your students in the nation family, look at what you're studying today. Look at the kind of results you're pulling out in school. It's nationalism. It is this faith that allows you to be better every time that you push beyond your means. You may have come here from a broken background, but look at you now. So the results are there. When will you then say, I believe in nationalism? When will you then show, I believe in nationalism? It's not just about saying it. When will you show that you believe in nationalism? 
So God selects and starts to select us free people. God starts to free us from the different spaces that we came from to be a part of this nation. Think of where you came from. To be a part of this nation, you had to be freed. Those who went back were not free. They still had shackles on their feet. And they went back to where we brought them from. We offered them freedom, but they could not take it. They could not understand the concept of freedom. God starts to build his own new nation, but he needs free people. You know what Jesus came to do is just to make us free. Look at Adam. Let's go to Genesis or something. Read something else. John 8, 31. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Mm -hmm. Then you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Jesus said, "If read that 31 again. To the Jews who had believed him, Jesus said, if you hold to my teaching, if you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. If you hold to my teaching, you are really my disciples. Then you will know the truth. Then you will know the truth. And the truth will set you free. The truth will set you free. It is important for us to understand that as establishers of a new nation that we are free people. We're not bound by any other culture. First of all, check that in your life before you repeat this verse because you have to make sure first that you're free. Being free is the number one requirement for God to use you to raise a nation. And the reason why is that there should be nothing else that holds you down from wherever you came from. You have to be free. Think of the word free. Free means there is nothing that is opposing you. You're free. And I think sometimes we we look very little at this word called free. It's a huge word. It is a powerful word. Without this word, there's almost like no expression of you. What do you want to do? You want to read something? Go on. Freedom. The quality or state of being exempt or released usually from something onerous, freedom from care. Uh-huh. There's another definition somewhere. Talking about authority as well. Liberation from slavery or restraint or from the power of another. Okay, uh, that's not the definition I want. The definition I'm looking for is this. The freedom, the power or right to act, speak, or think as you want. Find that. It's it the power or right to act, think, or speak as you want. Freedom is the power or right to act, uh-huh. speak or think as one wants. As one wants. Uh-huh. Without hindrance or restraint. This is freedom. So when Christ comes to say that 
the truth will set you free. That he came to set you free. Nations are not about the line that divides them, making UK. Or the, or the border that divides the nation that makes US. A nation is not about the border that divides them that makes Ghana or Nigeria. A nation is about how freely do they express the ideology of their nation. So, if you're not free, then you notice that you're Nigerian and British at the same time. You're not free. That's two nations in one body. That's, that's slavery. One is greater than the other. I'm telling you. Freedom is when you express an act or a thinking or a speaking. It cannot be a mixture. So when I was telling you about these British that left Britain, before they touched down the shore of America, they were Americans. They may have been living in Britain, but the way they thought was not British. So they were slaves in Britain. I needed to understand that slavery still exists. But in the context of your mind and how your mind thinks, in the context of your actions and how you act, in the context of how you speak, aside from the nation family, have you heard how people speak outside of the nation family? These are slaves. These are not free people. They they're afraid to be and say because of laws that have been given to them. But your, the, the expression of freedom within you as nation family is what picks the attention of this nation called the UK. Is the reason why attention is being put on you that there are some free people. There seems to be another nation within us. When God is choosing, He's choosing to free people. He's choosing people to free them. He's freeing you from so many things, limitations in your life that, that make you not qualified for the new nation. For you to be a part of the new nation, you have to be freed first. You can't come into a new nation as a slave. Slave to who? You come in as a free man. The first things that they did in the U.S. is they declared this, this is the land of the free. They had to do that because they had to acknowledge that they've come from somewhere where they feel like they've been subjected. They feel like they've not been allowed to express themselves. So I'm looking at nationalism and nationalism is God's gift to free all of us. It is freedom. You're finally set free from whatever you believed was holding you back as Christianity or as being a British. You can express yourself within something called nationalism. Do you want to read something? Slavery definition. Uh -huh. 
A situation or practice in which people are entrapped and exploited. The state of a person who is held in forced servitude. A state of a person held in enforced servitude. And that's what nations did once they once nations rose, they put words to make sure that they can have slavery still. They needed slavery. They needed to enforce something on people. I needed to understand that a nine-to-five work system is still slavery in a degree. It is still enforced slavery, although you can be a free man there, but most of them are slaves. Most of entrepreneurs in this nation are still slaves. They still cannot express what they want to be or what they want to say. They are under a system because they're in a nation that has enslaved them so they can't be the best of who they want to be. The gift that God gives you is nationalism, is nation family. That you can transport yourself out of a nation that has made you a slave and come into a nation that allows you to be a free person. Unless you're a free person, you can't express power and you cannot express authority. You know that Adam was actually a free man. Adam is free. He can do what he wants as he wills in Eden. That's a free man. What Jesus came to give us, what Christ came to give us, is that ticket of freedom. If you understand nation building, I'm telling you something now. That unless you actually grab the thought of nationalism and, and, and take it in, don't see it as this is just a thing we're doing for now. This is actually happening. A nation is actually being built. God is actually starting something new. And I have the right to express myself according to what I believe I am. I can rewrite what it looks like to be a medical doctor now. I am the first. I am one of one in this nation. Do you get what I'm trying to say to you? Do you now have the opportunity to be one, the first breed of a, of a dimension of someone in a new nation. And if you have that opportunity, then you should be intently pushing of what that looks like. I said to somebody the other day, when it comes to protocol, I don't think you can think of protocol without thinking of how a PO protocol. I don't think you can think of protocol before you look at how I served a PT as a protocol. Before you get to the uh, Pastor Daniel, before you get to a, a Pastor Abisola, you have to remember the, the brand of PO in protocoling. Am I, am I not right to say that? It's because in a nation structure, in the building of a nation, it is opportunity to create new people so that they can be prosperity but you have the ticket to create men the ticket to create men is only given to people who are forming nation it's the highest honor to form a nation not to be a, a, a subdued citizen of a nation that's what we're forming guys I need you guys to understand that in this nation we're setting the format of what a pastor looks like. So it is only right that the rest of the world look at us strangely to say that's not what a pastor looks like. They're correct according to what they know. But in this nation, in this country, it's not in this church. 
in this nation under these laws this is what a pastor looks like what nations do over time is they share their culture over time and i'm telling you that over time we will be the standard of what a pastor has to look like because the nations will realize that this works and this doesn't so there are certain things you need to put aside to this afternoon this morning or this afternoon i want you to put aside everything you ever knew that you took from your life from the church from the countries i want you to put those things aside and ask god for a fresh revelation as to what you look like in this nation go on galatians 5 uh -huh. verse 1 tpt yeah at last we have freedom for christ has set us free we must always cherish this truth and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past yes correct read that again please galatians 5 verse 1 tpt at last we have freedom for christ has set us free christ has set us free we must always cherish this truth okay and firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of our past firmly refuse to go back into the bondage of your past so i'm i'm looking at the power to be free as the power to be po i i'm looking at pt and i'm realizing this man is free the expression of a pastor toby is is freedom that there is nothing that binds him to say i have to do church like this tomorrow or i have to live like this next year everything is new a a free man does not have anything to consider he only considers what's been put in his heart and i think what's been holding most of us back sometimes is somewhere somehow there's still a voice somewhere that says you can't do that there's not freedom has not really hit you totally if freedom hits you your 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 mind space of thinking becomes a wreck a reckless responsibility if that makes sense i i I don't know how that makes sense, but that makes sense. You're, you're reckless, but you're responsible at the same time. Because freedom makes you not feel like you're subjected by anything. I'm doing my best to try and express what I'm hearing. You don't understand. When you're seeing PT express himself, that's a free man. That is freedom. That is really what Christ came to do. It is to give you words that don't give you permission. Words that give you freedom. God did not come to give you permission. Sometimes you want to do something and you're looking for permission from the word. That's wrong. Then you're still not mature. When you get to the space where you're free and you're being you and you believe sincerely that being you is being God. You believe sincerely that being you is serving God. That's freedom. You don't think that you have to be anyone else in order for God to pay attention to what you're doing in this space that being a pastor Stephen and expressing the wants of pastor Stephen is what God wants to do that's freedom because that's the life of the son the son is a free person whatever he wants to do is what God wants to do this is the nation that God is forming it's a nation of free individuals our doctors have to be free people free their mind has to be totally free they cannot be 
bordered by anything. Anytime you have any limitations or you hear or sense limitation, it is a space that you've not been free from. Something is not free inside you. So I consider myself whenever I'm thinking and whenever I want to do something, whenever I feel like I can't do something, I know that there's a degree of slavery still left inside me. And I'm searching for how I can be free from that thing. I search within the word. Where has the truth not set me free? Actually, the searching of scripture is the freeing of yourself. Yeah, go on. Romans 8 from verse 14, TPT. Uh The mature children of God Mm. are those who are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty. They are moved by the impulses of the Holy Spirit. This is freedom. They actually, they've not, pre, they've not pre-calculated their day or their week. They move by impulse. Impulse is freedom because you don't actually consider impulse. Once you feel it, you do it. That's freedom. Unless you enter into this space, you can't be the man the nation is looking for. You are actually still part of another nation. God's calling you into a nation, but this nation is filled with mature children who move off of the impulse of the Holy Ghost. Yeah, go on. And you did not receive the spirit of religious duty. Religious duty is, is, a, is a spirit, but you see, it's not free. Ah, From the moment when you're trying not to sin, from the moment when you're trying to enjoy worship, from the moment when you're trying to pray, that's still religious duty. God still cannot use you because you are not mature and free that the impulse of the Holy Spirit, the impulse of the Holy Spirit does not convict you. The impulse of the Holy Spirit does not say, you've not prayed today, therefore God cannot listen to you. No, the impulse of the Holy Spirit says, I'm not praying today because I don't feel to pray. I feel to go do something. Religious duty, uh uh-huh, leading you back, uh uh-huh. Into the fear of never being. Look at this. So, religious duty, when you're shackled, when you're a slave and you're shackled, you always feel like you're not good enough. You always feel like you're not yet there. That is why every single year, you have people having New Year resolution. They're slave. You think the prince of this country has New Year resolution? You think, you think the kings of the nation of nations have New Year resolution? Things that they want to be better in? They are all in all. What they want to do is what is supposed to be done. New Year resolution is for slaves. It's for, it's for those who are shackled. Always wanting to be better because you feel like something has told you you're not good enough. Uh-huh. Impulse definition. A sudden, strong, and unreflective urge or desire to I don't, act. I don't know about you, but the moments when I walked into extreme prosperity and financial situation is impulse. I, re- I know the impulse. PT had an impulse in making a Zuriel. We're praying and randomly it's just, let's just buy ch- chairs and tables. It was not a business plan was not put together ac- acutely it was not looked over by ey it was not looked over by mckinsey and co it was it was an impulse situation if you want to start a pharmacy tomorrow it has to be an 
an impulse you you have to know that this is the holy spirit and how you know the holy spirit he's a free spirit he doesn't come with religious duty he comes with impulse because that's how he moves he's free within those impulses you start to set the right things to do and you walk into glory i'm telling you so if when god is making this nation it is a set of leaders that are bound by their impulses that actually the the unpredictability of Pio is what binds him to the unpredictability of a pastor sam and a pastor onyeka and a pastor dami the, the um, our unpredictability is our true self do, did you ever clock that your unpredictability is actually who you are sometimes my unpredictability makes me do things that i know someone else definitely cannot do 100 cannot do but when i'm in my right senses and i'm in duty i do things like everybody else so how do i get myself in the space of impulse the majority of the time america was established by impulse it's a nation established by impulse that's the reason why it's a powerful nation it's a nation of free men and god is calling out a nation of free men it's called the nation family if you're going to take the world of medicare it has to be by impulse it has to be that within a word let me let me teach you how you get impulse within the space of a word like i'm speaking right now like a pastor toby will be speaking on sunday within the space of a word you start to hear actions you don't hear word you start to hear what to do i don't know if you're like me in that sense but when i'm hearing words i'm actually hearing what to do next do this do that these are impulse because these are actions that you could not have thought to do unless you were under the truth of the word how often can i get myself under the space of the truth of the word because why the word comes to do what it comes to set you free so i can only log into the impulses of god the impulses of the holy spirit if i'm under the word the majority of the time that's how you raise nations that's how you raise nations that's how you raise nations that's how you free people so free people are, are are men under the impulse i wonder the kind of impulse someone has to start a facebook or to study an apple iphone these are impulses of the holy spirit you can't tell me that they're impulses of satan because satan cannot create nothing the church come out and tell you that iphone is evil so why are we still using it why do we have whatsapp group chats for for church stuff because the church refused to enter into the impulse of the holy ghost and they decided to remain in the religious duty so the world became the church and the church became the world and the church called the world and the world called the church started doing the the, the 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 world became the church and started to create and started to form and started to to do everything that the the people of the church stopped to decided not to do because what they were too busy in religious duty do you want to read something for me a propensity impulse definition a propensity or natural tendency I, i've watched my father operate i watched pt operate that's that's my father and and it's impulse i can see it clearly i i know for a fact this is not studied material this is impulse this is this is power impulse is power because impulse is the true reflection of freedom what do i feel to do out of my out of impulse out of just 
this is just what I'm going to do. That's when I find results. When we did takeovers without planning takeover. I, I hate the planning of, of things. You plan so much that it doesn't work out. That's why. It's duty. There's no power behind it. When takeover was done without the planning of takeover, we look what we did. I think elites one time had thousands of people outside uh, 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 fish and chips. It, it's the power of impulse. But what the other nations want to do is they want to stop you from expressing your freedom and your impulse so they gave you laws that make you subjects of their nation. Don't be the subject of another nation. You're a free person. Don't be the subject of another nation. In order for a Dr. Emma not to be the subject of a medical world, she has to set aside her certificate of being a medical doctor and enter into the hospital as a pastor and, and, and listen out for the impulse of the Holy Ghost according to Emma. The impulse of the Holy Spirit is according to people per person. The impulse that is in me that makes me move is different from the impulse that is in a Pastor Joanna. But it's the Spirit of God. And why is it like that? Because it's set up to raise a nation. And you need different individuals to raise a nation. After the nation is raised, then you can have constitution. You can then subject some people who are not able to follow the impulse. So laws are for people who don't know how to follow the impulse. But God don't give me laws. God just tells me his ways. He shows me his ways through the impulse of the Holy Ghost. I don't need to read the Ten Commandments. The Spirit of God and the commandments of God are in my mind and in my heart. Whatever they look like per time, I will show you if you come near me. I'll show you what God's word looks like, what his command looks like. And from watching me, you can watch what God wants to do. That's, that's the power of the, of the Holy Ghost. That's the power of impulse. A propensity, a, a natural tendency in, in my natural state. I, and and I, curse, I curse parents for, for killing children from their natural state. It's, it's, rub, it's a rubbish thing for you to set a child apart and say, you're going to be an engineer and you're going to be... They already have a natural state, a natural propensity that the Spirit of God wants to express Himself through. But you kill that so early. You know how many kids die from young? You're looking at souls on the street. They're dead. Looking at 21-year-old soul. He was dead at five. Parent forced him to be doctor from 10. Parent forced him to be lawyer from 12. Guy was meant to be a gamer or a skateboarder and become the best of that. Parents said, this is not good enough. Uh, um, we're now in where we come from for you to make money. Now you have to become a teacher. It's, so they killed the, the, the senses. The sense within the child to hear the Spirit of God. Within everybody is the sense, the nerve senses to hear the Spirit of God. And once that's been killed and doled out, it's almost impossible to recover. The doctors will tell you how to heal nerve, people with dead nerve ending. Almost impossible. Your senses are obliterated. You can't feel anymore. You have to go through major operation. You have to listen to SoundCloud upon SoundCloud before you recover such a person. 
So I'm, I, I'm, I want us to be aware of, of freedom and, and how we are free people approaching this Abib because it's you, whatever's in you, whatever your heart tells you to do is what you're supposed to do. It's what you're supposed to sow. Don't now go and think it out. No, you're just, you're hearing 5K, but no, no, no. Right now, my mind's just telling me that, huh, with your current situation, 500. Money is not a real thing. It is just numbers. Numbers and paper. You make money according to your own, according to um, proposed agenda. Let me tell you something. If you, if you go out of here today, saying to yourself what I need is a hundred thousand pounds I'm telling you that you will encounter a hundred thousand pounds that's how money works it, it asks you what is your plan it does not tell you ask you how much do you need what do I I don't what do I need it says what is your plan is it to house 10 people is it to do um, take take over is it when it considers what you put forward as a proposal, it rushes to you. According to the work, according to what needs to be done, it rushes to you. So if you don't have, it's because you've not had any proposed work. You've just been thinking that money will grow in your hand because you're um, listening to SoundCloud or something. It don't work that way. Go back and have a plan. Go back and say, that I just feel that, that, that my natural tendency, uh, my, my impulse tells me that I'm just going to go to war right now and make the first movie in the nation family. And slowly but surely, investors for movie will meet you. If a shepherd media says that, investors for movies will meet you. You start, the kind of people you meet start to change. Then you meet those who put films on Amazon. It is, it is crazy for you to think that you can't make a film in today's day and age when there's streaming utilities out there. Netflix is there waiting for you. Amazon is there. Amazon Prime is there. And, and the rest of them. Now TV and the rest of them. There are, there are platforms that are waiting for your creativity but you're just too well put together to actually get your head out of your backside and believe that you can put forward something to a platform when you have a nation family that can give you 2,000 viewership for free without marketing. Oh my days. You don't understand the power of nation. Your nation will raise you. You can't raise your nation. Your nation will raise you. How? If the creatives were to come together, if the, the doctors then will realize that actually we can put out our own practice, have our own thing going, make ourselves multi-millionaires. Because we have a nation backing us. For God's sake, you, you have a nation backing you. You're not being backed by a company. You're being backed by a nation. It's bigger to be backed by a nation than to be backed by a company. You do know that, right? Uh, how do you have a pastor on you become a millionaire and, and become a billionaire? Because I understand national agenda and I will never think as myself I will always think as the nation. I want the Holy Spirit to move impulses within me to come up with solutions on national behalf. Because if it's for national behalf, it won't just be for me. It surely has to be enough to feed the nation. When Jesus made millions, how did he make millions? Because there was many to feed. 
when it was just the 12, they, they make do with three loaves of bread. But when there was 5,000, it became 5,000 pieces. Putting yourself in a place of reckless responsibility, that's what I'm talking about. I'm responsible, but I'm reckless in this responsibility. Yes, I don't have, but I'll lead 1,000 people. And let me see if the having of a thousand does not come. If the, if the prosperity to feed the thousand don't come. This is, this is what God is raising in this new nation. He's looking for free men, guys. You're not locked down by nothing, but you're, you're available to hear the impulses of the Holy Spirit, to pick up the impulses of the Holy Spirit according to your life, according to the truth of your life. The truth of Ebony is the truth of Ebony is nothing to do with the truth of Emma. It is different. In Ev, there's no way you can cut it that it looks the same. It is different. And it just takes for Eben to actually believe that there's an impulse the Holy Spirit can express in her that is nowhere else to be seen. We see it every day on Sunday. We see it every day on Monday. We see it on, on Wealth Nation Live. It's a man who has just surrendered himself to the impulse of God within him. That no one will do church no one will do nation greater. I want to sur surrender myself to this. That's, that's what I came to preach to you this morning or to teach you this morning. I surrender myself to this. I don't know if there's any other scripture to read, but I'm, I'm good. Yeah, go on. You did not receive the spirit of religious duty leading you back into the fear of never being good enough. But... You have received the spirit of full acceptance, enfolding you into the family of God. Enfolding you into the family of God. I, I, I don't know what else you need to see for you to know that this is nation family. Say a, a space where the word is dealing with each and every one of us because it wants you. It doesn't want anyone else your uniqueness the, your, your intellectual property is Alex it's an intellectual property it is unique what the spirit needs is it just needs access to that IP so that it can express God as Alex and the nations can see that and marvel to that it does not need to mistaking an Alex for a Pastor Oni, it actually just wants to have a tie or a Pastor Doro or a Pastor Taliba. It wants to have that IP. We've still not seen the fullness of God because we've not allowed ourselves as individual to be expressed by the impulse of the Holy Ghost. So we're still yet to see the fullness of God. We see but a, but a bit of it. But we've not yet seen the fullness of God. That's what God is trying to journey this nation to. That's what then attracts the other nations to this nation. At a space and at a point in time, the fullness of God will blow out of this nation. Why? Because the, the freeness, men would have acknowledged that they're free and that God wants to use you, you, actually you. You for who you are, for the weakness that you have. From, for, from the background that you came from, everything about you became an IP 
that God actually said, what would my spirit look like if I entered a boy that's been in the hood, that's been stabbed, that's gone through jail? How, what would I look like? What would I express myself like? If I, if I enter such an IP, such an intelligence, what would it look like? And, and that's what you see when you see a Pastor Stephen. But if for one second he starts to think, hang on, am I expressing God? If he starts asking questions, you lose that trust because actually God just wants you as you are. Just as you are exactly that we're forming a nation don't be the doppelganger of anybody else be you in your originality and accept the impulse of the spirit of god these impulses don't come with memory verse memory verse is new which memory verse did abraham hear when he's heard the impulse of leave your father's house can you go to that genesis 12 for me actually Read that for me. I think it's 12 verse 1. Uh-huh. Look at this impulsive situation right here. This is so impulsive. How do you beat this in terms of impulse? Uh-huh. The Lord had said to Abraham, uh-huh. Go from your country, yes. your people, and your father's household. Look, where he, look what he said. To he said, Go from your country, your people, leave your people, your country, your father's household. To the land I will show you. Out of impulse, this guy just pack his luggage and go. And that's why we are here today. Was this a business plan drawn up? Out of the impulse of the word, did he read Genesis chapter 12 and say, okay, so now I need to meditate on this. After meditating, then I'll be ready for God's voice. You guys are asking for so much. <laughs> God's word has actually been booming inside you because you've been hearing the word of God and his voice has been booming inside you but you've just been silencing it time by time because you're looking for something where there's nothing. I want us to round up on this. BT said it once that it's only free people that free people. This is the freedom God is talking about. It says leave your country your people, your father's household. We're starting something new here. It's called nationalism. We're starting something new. Really and truly though, honestly, leave your country. Leave your people. Leave your father's household to this land. Let's build this thing. We have an opportunity to mark the building of this thing, this Abib, this April. We have the opportunity to mark the building of this thing. And I think that we ought to do so in such awesome fashion and form to celebrate your new citizenship, to celebrate you coming into a new space of relationship with God where you can trust what you hear in your spirit. You can trust what you hear in your mind because God has been speaking to you from the depth of your mind, from the depths of your heart. That's where he's been speaking to you. That's where God speaks to all national. That's where God speaks to all those under nationalism. He doesn't speak to you from a high mighty pulpit somewhere. He's speaking to you from the depths of your heart. That's why I said when the man of God is preaching, you're hearing something. You're hearing your next seed to sow. You're hearing the next thing to do. The greatest achievements I've ever had have been from the space of the word, hearing something that I'm supposed to do. 
And I'd, I, I'd like us all to move in with that faith. This afternoon, as I begin to round up, freedom is everything that we just need because it's by freedom, it's by understanding that we're free that we can really do what we say doing a madness. When you say doing a madness, you can't do a madness if you're, if you're held back by something. Even if your mind is held back a little bit. I'm just talking about next level results now. If your mind is held back even a little bit, you produce the result of yesterday. You have to be so free, guys. We have to be. That's what brought the nation this far is that we're led by someone who's totally free, completely. Who's hearing every day per time what the, what the Lord is saying. In that, I wish you an awesome Saturday, an awesome weekend, but I, I want you to go off to actually take in this word, for example. Just take in this, in this word. Don't complicate things. Boldness doesn't mean that you're not afraid. Because boldness is the ability to say, to push past fear. It's not that fear will not be there. If there are decisions that you are afraid of making. Impulse brings boldness. I just noticed that impulse brings boldness though. I noticed that impulsively I can do things that I never dreamed to do. But it's just a moment. I just woke up in a mood. Or I heard something and it just put me in a mood to do something. Have you ever felt that way? Now imagine that that's how you're supposed to actually be 24-7. Always moving in the, in the spirit of an impulse and in the spirit of that boldness. That's, that's boldness. Because when it comes to your own natural calculation of your mind, fear will set in. Believe me, you're not challenging no bear or no lion or nothing. If you actually have the time to deep what is in front of you, you're not going to go for it. But an impulse. That's why love is so powerful because love makes you remain in an impulsive state. Love makes you not reason. It makes you just do things by impulse. Free people, free people. Thank you. Choir, you, you just get, do some worship for us. Though.